Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, July 23rd. Top stories for the day. I'm going to do one about escalating tensions between the U.S. and Iran. So That hasn't worked itself out yet? No. Shame. We How should, high can they go? I, I think that they can get pretty high. high. We'll, yeah, we'll talk they, about it. We'll get okay. into it. Right. Tension uh, meter high. Yeah. And then uh, Pat and Wes will take us through a news buffet of other headlines. If you've got health concerns, and I most certainly do, you owe it to yourself to see what CBD can do for you. CBD may offer many of the health benefits of marijuana, but without the high. And as a frequent CBD user, I can tell you, it still feels good. It's 100% legal and requires no prescription when you shop at cbdistillery.com. CBD helps me sleep. I like to take a dropper full of the oil under my tongue before bed, and I'm out like a light. If you haven't tried CBD for whatever health concerns you have, you really should. Where you get CBD products is crucial. With independent lab tests and nearly a quarter million customers, cbdistillery.com are the folks I trust. If you got health concerns, yo it to yourself, straight up. Let's see what CBD can do for you. Go to cbdistillery.com and enter FACTOR. That's F-A-C-T-O-R for 15% off. Again, enter FACTOR for 15% off at cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. Trust me, it's worth a try. Okay, Iran. Uh, it's been a couple of relatively quiet weeks in the Gulf of Hormaz. Uh, just a drone shooting or a tanker incident here or there. But you know it had to get escalated. Iran likes to stir it up. So on Friday, they seized a British-owned oil tanker. And when asked why they seized it, they claimed for polluting. Uh, huh. But apparently there were conflicting stories so they heard polluting and some other things, and there was really no proof of polluting. Basically, Iran grabbed this tanker, and when asked why, they just, they just screamed random answers. So like we, wanted, were, we wanted it. You know we wanted it. Right. It was like they were like a tenant trying to hide a cat from a, a nosy super you know, landlord. <laughs> like, they, I'm telling you, it's the no AC over there. That's what's going on. No AC in July, you start seizing stuff. That's a, I, yeah, that's a good explanation. 100%. And the no porn. Well... Yeah, they have porn. It's just different, Wes. It's oh. just it, the women are clothed, mm. um, and it's just like they'll show their hair a little bit. That's what that's what sounds that's sounds that's hot. Yeah, yeah. It's all <laughs> relative, man. All right, uh, that's one explanation: the no AC and the odd porn. Uh, but I think they really took it in response to Britain doing the same thing to get to them a few weeks ago. Britain seized the Iranian oil tanker off the uh, Strait of Gibraltar because they were taking stuff to Syria. So. Tanker uh, for a tanker. Yeah. Eye for an eye. 
Uh, you don't want to be that, a, ta- a tanker man these days. Yeah, it's, it's getting hairy, seized. Hairy yeah. business right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, even though Britain claims that they're not on board with the Trump administration's maximum pressure on Iran strategy, they said Britain is now deploying its navy with a quote heavy heart. Uh, mm. British Foreign Minister Jeremy Hunt said. Because the focus of our diplomacy has been on de-escalating tensions in the hope that such changes would not be necessary. So uh, basically, Britain is deploying their warships to Iran's face, but because they don't want to, it's okay. They're thoughtful about it. Yeah, this is uh, this is like an analyze that when Robert De Niro is going to kill Billy Crystal because he thinks he told on him and he's like, you know, it's the code. I like you, but I got to kill you. Yeah, I wasn't right, going to punch right, you in the exactly. face. <laughs> wasn't going to punch you in the face until my older brother told me to. Yeah, and you know, I got to listen to him. <laughs> yeah. I like you. Yeah, I like you. Got to do it. But he's my older brother. Yeah. Yeah. So Wes is on. So Wes is on the train that maybe this is is a uh, showing of hand that they're moving more towards the uh, Brexit uh, mindset. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, meanwhile, sure. Iran claimed on Monday that they have captured 17 Iranian spies who work for the CIA. So Iranian nationals who they claim were spying for the CIA. Uh, they're all to be tried and potentially put to death. Some of them have already been sentenced to death uh, for spying on Iranian nuclear facilities on behalf of the U.S. Which, so, by the way, they're just watching scientists not being able to solve problems. That's what's going on over there. It's just like it's the it's the saddest thing watching Iranian scientists try to get the bomb. It's like, right. come on, guys, come on. Right. They're behind. But it's probably pe- on the internet. Yeah, but apparently people are being paid to watch or being you know uh, being uh, coerced into watching by our government. President Trump immediately responded on Twitter saying the report of Iran capturing CIA spies is totally false, zero truth, just more lies and propaganda like their shot down drone put out by a religious regime that is badly failing and has no idea what to do. Their economy is dead and will get much worse. Iran is a total mess. So that's what Trump said on Twitter. Why why do you think uh, Trump capitalized badly and failing? Why do you think he capitalized those two words? uh, To really get the point across. Okay, cool. That's not like a thing or it's like not like a noun we need to know about, like a person, place or a thing. No. And he also Mm -hmm. capital. Yeah. Badly failing. Monday. Caps right there. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is, of course, backing Trump, uh, saying that if Britain isn't on board with the maximum pressure strategy, then, well, they better just go get their own tanker. And uh, (laughs) that Iran is definitely lying about the spy situation. So that's Pompeo's take. uh, Lockstep with Trump. And one funny part about the spies. uh, Iran claims to have foiled the plots of all 17 alleged spies without them having gotten a shred of information uh, for the U.S., which... If you think about that, if you're busting 17 of your own people for spying on your own shit, you have not caught them all. Right. And, and you also, also be, you, your people you should, really want to spy on you. Yeah, They're that's true. Yeah. You should also be disappointed in your education system because those 17 men were raised in Iran and they didn't they didn't email. They didn't text. They were handwriting their spy information. Right. They got nothing to the U.S. It's a, it's a, it's a joke. Yeah. Low quality spying. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, either way, whether it's. Whether it's real and you have a ton of U.S. spies in your midst or it's a bunch of baloney, uh, just seems like it sucks to be Iran in this situation. Yeah, well, they went with a real high number to, to, to claim, you know, if they would have been like two or three. Right. But 17. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot, especially a lot. considering like, well, I guess they're not CIA operatives. It's impressive. But not that- operatives. No, like Iranian nationals who are spying for the CIA. 
Well, I do have right. to say this. If the if, if it is true and they do have guys that are helping us out, I hope those guys are okay because that fucking sucks. Yeah, not yeah. fun to be caught. In no. Iran, especially. You don't want to get caught in Iran. That's no. that's one. And then also... Uh, what you don't was want that to be play? caught anywhere being a spy. You yeah, think it's, true. You think it's a fucking Sunday drive if you get caught by the U.S. being a spy? I doubt well, it. I know at least there's AC in where they're going to hold you. Maybe in Switzerland if you're caught as a spy. Oh, it'd be great, it might bro. Be okay, it'd yeah. be great. Yeah, right. they'd talk to you about it. Why'd yeah. you do this? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's maybe, cold water? maybe it's maybe it's all bullshit. Anyways, that's all what, the water's uh, cold here. <laughs> that's what Trump's claiming. All right, taking it to the internet. An all-time take quake from the Hard Factor correspondent and horse enthusiast Mildred Gilbo. Replying to a, a, a video post on Facebook about the alleged CIA spies being captured in Iran, Mildred Gilbo says, this is what Obama and John Kerry has been shooting for. Hmm. And then makes you think. Stephen Schwartz there. says, Mildred Gilbo, what? <laughs> and uh, Mildred Gilbo says, Stephen Schwartz, haven't you heard that these two have been going to Iran and giving them our military secrets they want a war. Yeah. Haven't you heard that uh, the maid is stealing my money? <laughs> That's why I fired her. I have been wondering where Obama's been. And now yeah. I know. He's been in Iran. Well, Mildred's got us covered. Thank God. Trying to start a shadow war. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Someone check on Mildred. All right, let's take I hope you guys are hungry. Because yeah. we got a big fat news buffet for you. Mm -hmm. Let's eat. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. All right, Larry Larry Moreau Mancata of Council Bluffs, Iowa, mysteriously vanished 10 years ago without a trace. Uh -oh. Larry, who worked as a clerk at No Frills Supermarket, was last seen by his parents when he became upset and ran out of their home about 10 years ago. One theory where Larry went was that he'd been deported back to Honduras, but the U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement Agencies had no record of him. And in January, uh -huh. workers were removing shelves and coolers from the former No Frills Supermarket. And wouldn't you know it? They found Larry. Oh. There he was. They found him. Yeah, investigators believe it, that... Wait, this place is called No Frills? It's called the No Frills Supermarket. <laughs> no Frills, and they had a dead body in their, in their, in their house for Big time. Big time. <laughs> investigators believe Larry climbed on top of the coolers into a hidden employee nap spot where he fell into an 18-inch gap between the back of the cooler and a wall. What, was oh. he a flashlight? <laughs> Police terrible. Captain Todd Wedham said that noise from the cooler's compressors may have concealed any attempts for him to call for help, but in no way, shape, or form does that address the smell of a decomposing body in the storage room of a supermarket for a decade. Yeah, no shit. Oh. The nap area is stinky. Yeah, hey, man, uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen Larry, but it kind of smells in the storeroom. Think we should check it out. That's what I'm saying. Like, talk about not giving a shit about your job. Like, the manager there, the suit, like, just like they pretend like the decaying body smell doesn't exist for that... Uh, Right, and it's in the months. cooler area. The first thing yeah. you're going to do is clean the coolers out, and then it still oh. smells like dead Larry. You got to do something about that. Yeah, don't want to buy any meat from that that supermarket. You know that yeah. someone went up on the in the in the nap spot too and saw Larry and was like, "I don't get paid yeah. enough for this." Also, <laughs> don't ever go to a grocery store called No Frills. It's true. Yeah, it's just telling you straight up this this food's going to suck. Welcome to Salmonella Grocery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fellas, I think we uh, knew it couldn't last forever, and it hasn't. I'm talking about the Hong Kong protests being civil and peaceful as violence has erupted there, and the chief executive of Hong Kong, Kerry Lam, is pulling a Trump and refusing to take sides after some Beijing supremacists, a.k.a. gangs, the triads. Uh, yeah, carried out attacks against anti-China demonstrators as they presumably crammed into the subway system after another day of protests. Um, oh. 
Yeah, so Lamb did almost exactly what Trump did after the Charlottesville attacks and pretty much said there were bad people on both sides, even though only one group carried out the attacks. She uh, almost insinuated that the attacks may have been uh, warranted because Hong Kongers defaced the China Liaison Building. So an attack on a building structure should be met with an attack on people, I suppose, even though I don't think the building was injured too badly. Um, so in response to the building's defacement, gangs of men took to the subway carrying clubs and sticks and began attacking those they suspected of doing the vandalism. Um, and they tried to defend themselves with, with, with wow. like um, umbrellas. It was, yeah, it was a I bad mean, scene. When the, when the protesters are putting an assault on the concrete by having too much weight, you know, mm-hmm. from, from mm-hmm. the weight of the protest, you really got to take a stand, I feel well, like. Yeah, well, you, uh, I, I got two takes on this. A, you know, your protesters are, they just did a, a, a hard day of protest and they're trying to get home. Yeah. You know, it's a bummer. But then B, it's like, I really kind of, I kind of side with the violent people here because they're really prideful about their buildings. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're really unhappy that a defacement took place and you're going to show them. Like, that's, yeah. the, these guys must be architecture well, enthusiasts. Well, it's a or- tough, it's a tough <laughs> question, which is why uh, President Trump, I believe, uh, endorsed the way that China has handled it by <laughs> claiming that all sides were, were to blame, right? Oh, no, no shit. That, you remember that, that guy in the Charlottesville, uh, protest who like literally took his firearm out and fired three rounds and put his gun back in his holster and walked away remember that guy that was fucking intense google that shit if you haven't seen it the department (laughs) of justice told robert Mueller ahead of his testimony this week that essentially he isn't allowed to say anything outside of what's in his report so why am i going why are you going i don't know the justice department is quote taking the position that anything outside the written pages of the report are things about which presidential privilege hasn't been waived. So Mueller stated that his congressional testimony would not go beyond what's contained in his report, which is essentially it's going to make Mueller's testimony the same thing as going to see your favorite author read his or her latest work at your favorite bookstore, except instead of being mildly entertained, it's going to make you want to commit suicide. So actually pretty much like seeing your favorite author read his or her latest works at your favorite bookstore. If you're me, sorry, dad. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine going to a Mueller book tour? That would be the worst. <laughs> could, could you, like, somebody drags you to the Mueller book tour? Mm-hmm. That's just, Mueller. you're not going to hang out. You're not going to hang out with that person for years. I'm hoping to shake his hand and maybe get my get my report signed. Yeah, no, it's absolute <laughs> bullshit. Uh, essentially, the Dems are saying, well, they're, they're trying to save face. And they're like, well, no, no, we could still really learn something from having Mueller read his 488-page yeah. report. Well, Nadler's, Nadler's jazzed up about it, so, you know. Yeah, I might go to like a Mueller like lighting fireworks show. That'd be about what, as, what do you mean a lighting fireworks show? Like that'd be the only way the guy could be be exciting. Like, like, like him over? lighting fireworks. Like him lighting fireworks. <laughs> I don't see how that would be exciting. Even the investigation but, fire, is done. Fireworks? I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be exciting. Yeah. Fireworks are exciting. Doesn't really matter who's lighting them. I guess. The American people deserve it after the three year investigation or whatever it is. Yeah, so once again, the uh, UFC light heavyweight champion and doing dumb shit champion and utter nightmare for Dana White, John Jones, is in trouble again. So he's facing charges from an alleged incident that took place at an Albuquerque strip club in April where Jones allegedly harassed a strip club waitress, asking her for a lap dance. Hold on, that's reasonable. He was confused. Strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the waitress refused, citing that she was, in fact, not a stripper, ah. uh, but a waitress. And eventually, Jones, who thinks that any woman inside a strip club is, is a stripper, allegedly g- grabbed the waitress, pulled her on his lap, and kissed her neck. Maybe he thought she was playing hard to get. 
Like it was one of these themed restaurants, right. themed strip clubs where the like it was just going like, to be a super expensive lap dance. Yeah, she's like, no, you can't have yeah. this. Maybe she was flirty. I don't know. The woman also oh, claims that Jones then approached her at the bar and put her in a very tight rear naked choke, which uh, miraculously the woman um, escaped from. Uh, wow. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, the woman. The, the woman said she, she did um, joke that Jones could put her in a choke, but she would not be able to put him in one because she was not tall enough. So maybe some flirting. Uh, so she likely knew that he was uh, of his of, of his ability to do stupid things. Um, he then slapped her in the pussy twice. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold shit. Hold on. <laughs> we got the logical next step. The logical next step. You're at a strip club. You ask a waitress for a lap dance. She says, I'm not a stripper. I'm a, I'm a, da- I'm, I'm a waitress. Mm-hmm. You Okay. Next thing you do, you, you approach her at the bar, and then obviously you put her in a chokehold. Yes. But then, hold on. <laughs> Slapping her in the vagina. That's... Well, that's the chokehold didn't go as he planned. It's a bridge so. too far. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. She said that he wasn't. She so he slapped her in the pussy twice, and uh, she said he was not allowed to slap her there unless he paid her one hundred dollars. Contradict? That's contradictory. That's so, contradictory. Wait, wait, for real? Yeah, maybe some flirting. Um, uh, so yeah, this uh, is mixed messages. I think yeah. he's he's out of he's out of trouble on that. Right. Yeah. So um, sounds very fishy. I, I think the only place you're allowed to actually do that is in the champagne room, right? Well, know. if you're famous. Yeah. Well, right. They, but if he's in a strip club and one of the employees is telling him that their services for money. Yes, there was it's, some flirting. Yeah, that's. Uh, some, this sounds like he may not be in that big of a for, for anyone that doesn't know that we're joking, let's make this real clear. We're fucking joking. Yeah, this guy should not have done this. Right. Yes, yeah, okay. I mean, uh, John Jones, <laughs> given his history, not surprising that he made a uh, questionable decision in a yeah. strip club. For yeah. any fucking uh, idiot that gets on Twitter tomorrow and calls us sexist freaks, fuck off. It's a fucking joke, asshole. Yeah. You can't do right, this but, to women. But as much as Dana White wants this guy to fight in the UFC, I doubt this is going to be what takes him down. I mean, he's done worse things, it sounds like, than what he did there. Yeah, so Jones said he's definitely not in trouble, is out on bond and faces petty misdemeanor uh, charges, which could carry some jail time. Uh, the UFC and Dana White have not commented other than a bunch of uh, head and hand size. Man. <laughs> Slapping them. All right. The fourth edition of SpaceX Hyperloop pod competition is in the books, y'all. And Team Tom Hyperloop set a new speed record of 288 miles per hour. It's crazy, right? It's a little less crazy when you realize that the pod isn't big enough to even put a Thai boy inside, and it essentially goes as fast as a NASCAR. (laughs) These are essentially slightly bigger and faster than the tube at CBS that sends your Adderall to your car. Uh, (laughs) Team Tum Pods was forced to come to an emergency stop after it suffered visible damage as well. So there's that. Uh, Emperor Elon announced that the next year's tunnel will have a curve in it. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this is just like uh, an extended tryout to be the first to die on the Mars colony. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so many what the nerds. Hyperloop contest is. Who's paying for these nerds? They're, like, <laughs> Team Tum was like 40 people. All these young nerds. They just want yeah. a good job from Elon. That's all they want. Yeah, that's be good enough. Also, saw the picture. They have a diversity problem, I got to say. No, Team Tom was very diverse. You're saying oh, they're really? too diverse? He's no, no, no. Too diverse? No, no, no. The picture <laughs> I saw. Was a lot of ladies. The picture I saw of the celebration of the winning team, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, very diverse. Tons of brown dudes, tons of chicks. Really? Yeah. No, the picture I saw was, was all white. Yeah, maybe they were a little bit too, too diverse. You're right, Well, Hmm. Interesting. All right, well, guys, we may have solved the tourist deaths in Puerto Rico, finally. Um, or at least this is becoming my theory. After 19 people have died from alcohol tainted with methanol in Costa Rica. Wasn't it Dominican Republic? I'm sorry. Was it? Yes, it yes. was. Okay. It was Dominican Republic, right. and now... Now, the deaths in Puerto Rico came from us not giving them aid after a hurricane. Right. You're correct. Right. Yeah. DRP. And then now Costa Rica. Different okay. story. Rica. 
Puerto Rico, Rica. I was confused. It's confusing. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's very confusing. What do you do for a living? You host a news show. Eh, kind of. Now, this alcohol was uh, not homemade hooch, but actually brands of poorly yet legally produced booze. So since June 19th, uh, uh, since June 19, people, including 14 men and five women, have died from those brands. Uh, Guaro Montano, Guaro Gran Apache, Agua Duriente, Australia, Agua Duriente, Baran Rojo, and a bunch hold of others. Hold on, hold on. Agua Duriente. Wes, can you do that a little bit better? Agua Duriente. No, from the top. Come on, I know you have a little bit of flavor. From the very top. This is great. This is great things to read here. <laughs> I'm not going to do it from the top. You fuck. Oh, Aguardiente. By the way, Aguardiente translate into into English as firewater. Oh. Um, so government officials have confiscated over thirty thousand bottles of this absolute shit liquor, and is reported that sometimes liquor sellers dilute liquor products with methanol to increase profit margins and alcohol content, um, even if it might kill potential lifelong clients. Isn't methanol essentially rubbing alcohol? I don't know. I think it's it like sounds the, like it's close. Ethanol is rubbing alcohol. You shouldn't drink it. That's, it's got the word meth in it. Is it ethanol? I thought ethanol was the like the corn gas. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Who I don't. I'm, I'm not good with chemicals. Anyways, yeah. this is why we were saying that you need to go with the uncracked bottle of the top shelf liquor in your room, right? And not uh, fuck around with this bullshit. But also, that would be kind of hard to do at like. 3 a.m. at the Swim Up Piano Bar. You don't know what he's pouring in your drink. So methanol yeah, exactly. is different than ethanol, which is considered to be drinking alcohol. So methanol is not drinking alcohol whatsoever. Not safe for consumption. Mm. Yes, not safe for consumption. Yeah, so it can cause abdominal pain, headache, lack of coordination, a.k.a. being drunk. And, and death. Uh, and death, yeah. yeah. So might want to search some orders uh, for the alcohols at those resorts in Dominican Republic. It says Puerto Rico here. It does, but I corrected myself because I'm fast <laughs> on my feet. Dominican Republic and Costa Rica, because this is, this is now Costa Rica, right? Right, but I'm talking about the resorts in, in Dominican Republic that might this might be the cause as well. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Uh, we have some exciting partnerships and opportunities for you, our amazing listeners, coming up this week, so stay tuned for that. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at Hard Factor News, and we will also be answering some listener questions on this Friday's episode. I believe they call that an AMA session. Am I right? The Redditors no, do. I don't know. If it's not, not a <laughs> podcast. It's not an AMA. Okay. But Whatever yeah. it is, it's, it's mail that you send and ask us questions. So DM us your questions on Instagram and Twitter, and we will get to the best and least offensive ones. And of course, most importantly, have yourselves a great fucking day. shallow grave this pretty little thing come up to me and starts kneading my balls like hard-boiled eggs in a tube sock said her name was bambi and i said well that's a coincidence darling because i was just thinking about skinning you like a deer well she smiled had about as much teeth as a jack lantern and i went on to tell her how i would wear her face like a mask as i do my little kooky dance and then she told me to shush i guess she could sense my desperation of course, it's hard to hide a heart on when you're dressed like Minnie Pearl. Yes, the lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. Yes, the lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying.